0: Welcome back to the Fundraising on the Go, the podcast brought to you by PwC Next Level, where we unravel the mysteries of fundraising for startups. I'm your host, Otito Dosumo, and I'm excited to have you join us today. In our previous episodes, we've explored reaching out to investors. Today, we're talking about a crucial document of startup fundraising, which is the term sheet. As we navigate through this intricate landscape, we'll equip you with the knowledge and strategies you need to emerge from this phase with your venture's best interests at heart. Once you've picked an investor's interest, it's time to start negotiating how the deal will look like. This is a crucial juncture where the roadmap of your startup's future, t- future takes shape. This episode will guide you through understanding term sheets, the cornerstone of these negotiations. Think of a term sheet as the foundation upon which your investor relationship is built. It's a non-binding document that outlines the fundamental terms between your startup and the investor, while some aspects hold binding elements like confidentiality and costs. Term sheets come with two major components, economic and control terms. Economic terms encompass crucial financial matters such as valuation, liquidation preferences, dividends, and more. Control terms, on the other hand, impact the operational decisions and governance of your startup. Let's dive into some commonly used control terms included in a term sheet. These terms play a crucial role in determining who calls the shots in your startup. First up, we have the board of directors. The number of board seats granted to investors directly influences their level of control within the company. Striking the right balance here ensures that both founders and investors have a voice in the company's decision. Moving forward, we encounter protective provisions. These provisions grant investors the authority to approve or reject significant actions that could impact their investments. It's a structured framework that safeguards the interests of both parties. Another important rights are drag-along and co-sale rights, which extend the influence of control. Investors with these rights can either push for a sale under specific conditions or coordinate the sale of their shares alongside the founders or management. And then there are the rights of first refusal and pay-to-play rights. The former offers investors the first opportunity to purchase shares when founders or others decide to sell. The latter gives investors the ability to encourage other investors to participate in future funding rounds. Finally, we have information rights. This provides investors with access to key confidential company information, sometimes including a behind-the-scenes look at company facilities and personnel. Now let's dive into some commonly used economic terms included in a term sheet. Most common economic term is valuation. This refers to the worth of the company. It is important because it indicates the amount of ownership that can be granted to investors based on their investments. Valuations are typically expressed in pre-money, which is your valuation before the company receives investment, or post-money terms, which is the company's valuation after it has received money from the investors. Another common economic term is liquidation preferences. This refers to the rights that determine the order and amount of payments investors receive when a liquidation event occurs, such as the company's acquisition. So, imagine your company has an exit through an acquisition, for example, or an IPO. This term dictates who will get their money first after you've gone through an acquisition process or an IPO process. We also have pro rata rights. These rights enable investors to invest in future rounds at a level that prevents dilution, thus allowing them to maintain their percentage ownership. So, for example, if an investor currently owns 10% of a company, and let's say the company is raising another round of capital, these rights allow the investors to invest in the new round with an amount that enables them to keep their current ownership level, which is 10%. If you would like to know more about other terms in the term sheet, you should visit our fundraising blog post on our website. In our next episode, we'll guide you through negotiating this term sheet. So stay tuned for more insights and guidance on your fundraising journey. Thank you for tuning in to Fundraising on the Go. See you on the next episode.